Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Today we get to meet L'Oreal Campbell, who's a settlement attorney with Signature Property Closings. It's so nice to see you, L'Oreal. How are you today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. I'm excited to chat with you. So to get things started, wanted to hear a little bit about you. Um, how long have you been in the real estate industry and how did you kind of end up working with Signature Property Closings? What's your story? Got it. Got it. So I've been the licensed attorney since 2013. Um, and I actually started doing real estate now for a little bit over a year, started in my hometown in Tennessee. Um, and so with signature property closing, so that's my company, I'm CEO of that. And, um, I wanted to kind of make sure to more so broaden the scope, um, of the things that I can do as a closing attorney. Um, because a lot of times with the title companies, there's a closing agent, but I'm able to provide legal services. Um, so a lot of real estate agents were coming up with, oh, my client needs, uh, can you review this contract? Can you do this? I have wholesalers. So I decided to create the company and, and kind of encompass, you know, title services, closing services, contracts, anything related to real estate transactions, just to combine it into one. Mm, I love that concept. So that way you're able to kind of help people on a, a way broader s- scale, as opposed to just like something in particular, like they're closing on a house. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. So you started doing this and I'm assuming started the company at that time, a little over a year ago. Now, what made you decide from, you know, being an attorney and then getting into and starting your own company? Like, what was that process like? So actually my friend, um, actually brought in my eyes into real estate. Um, he was doing the fix and flips. Um, and so I was doing litigation always in court. So I was like, hmm, what's this about? Let me find out some more about <laughs> what you have going on here. They're like, you know, you can really get into this. You know, there's another avenue and, and um, aspect of the law related to real estate that's really not tapped into a lot um, with a lot of the attorneys in the area. Um, so I did some more research, connected with other attorneys um, back home in Tennessee. And really, it's just they explained the process to me. I learned about it. And I love it. And I'm a people person. So, you know, yeah. each transaction, you meet different people. Um, so it was, it was pretty, it was pretty exciting. Um, and then the transition with Tennessee to the DC, Maryland, Virginia area um, with networking. So that was like a lot of work getting your face out there. Um, but it turned out well and uh, things are going well. So I'm, I'm really happy for that. That's awesome. Congratulations on being, you know, kind of putting all this together. And so, you know, a little over a year and here you are in multiple different areas and and doing your own thing. That's super inspiring. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So talk to me a little bit more about your team and what that process has been like, you know, starting a company, you know, starting a team and and kind of the the works of of growing your business. So a lot of, so I also, um, I failed to mention also have remote notary services also included under signature property closings. So I have some remote notaries um, that I work with. Um, If I'm not able to go to one of the closings and I need someone um, to go out there, I've already screened these individuals. So I'll have them come there um, as part of the team. Um, I also work with a preferred title companies where they run my title services. And so the process with that is that the agents will send me the ratified contract, the EMD, and I'll open an order for them, get started. I order the title search immediately. We'll get it back in about three to five days. I'll review it, let the agents know if there are any title issues. 
And I'm really working hand in hand with the lender during the transaction, talking to the homeowners and, you know, just making sure everyone is on the same page so that when we get to the closing table, it's not some stranger you've never heard from this person. And it's really more so a, yes, we finally made it to the end journey together, all encompassing. So, mm, yes. Love that. So you have some people that kind of help you on the back end, but really you, you like to stay kind of in the forefront to really hold people's yes. hands all the way to the yes. end. Yes. Yes. Cause I have my process there and Charles, she'll handle the day-to-day tasks and the duties, the assistant, you know, with the different, you know, different avenues that I have under signature property closings will assist with that. But it's definitely important to have, um, a strong team with you. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Um, so what is exactly the role of a closing real estate slash settlement attorney? Like what specifically, <laughs> I know you mentioned a couple things like big terminology and some things that you do, but if I'm just like the average consumer looking to buy a house, what specifically is your role in the transaction? Yes. So the simple answer is, is that I oversee the entire closing process. So I make sure the contract you sign with all the terms and conditions and make sure that's followed by the title company. I also work with the lender to make sure all the loan terms and the agreements you signed up with your lender are accurate. And then I just make sure that the state and federal laws are um, applied. That is the basic answer there. And just make sure your house is protected. Like the seller is actually the seller to make Mm. sure you're protected in short terms. (laughs) Love that. Simple, sweet, and to the point. (laughs) Um, so what kind of transactions do you typically handle? You work more on the residential side, commercial, wholesale, uh, what sort of transactions are you usually, uh, working with? So lately it's usually been residential and wholesale, um, uh, contracts lately. Um, I've had had a couple of commercial properties as well, but for the most part, it's residential, um, contracts as of right now. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And as a, as a person looking to buy, whether it's residential, commercial, wholesale, et cetera, what can one do to prepare for the process? First thing, save, 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 because closing costs are about three to 6% um, of the sales purchase price. So a lot of times people confuse that with the down payment. So just save some wiggle room when you're you know, figuring out your numbers just to make sure you have enough to cover your closing costs. Um, and then the second thing I would say is, is make sure you reach out. A lot of people don't know this before you're closing, you can actually reach out to the title company or your, the closing real estate attorney and ask for your documents. If you want to look at it in advance. And if you say you want to wait to get to the table, this will save people so much time. There are two forms, two forms. If you look at it, the closing disclosure, your lender is going to go over that with you three days prior to closing. Make sure those numbers are right. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Alta settlement statement. Make sure that covers over closing costs. Make sure those two documents and those numbers are correct. If those numbers are correct, everything will go smoothly. But just mm-hmm. look at it. Even if you look at it a day before closing, you'll be yep. in the best position. Love so that. that's what buyers can, <laughs> buyers yeah. can do. Reach out to you ahead of time and make sure they're proactive on what they're getting into rather than waiting, hopefully into the day of to try to read through everything. And right. you know, that's where mistakes can happen. So um, how about on the flip side of that? If I'm looking to sell my home or my property, uh, what's something that I can do to prepare? Uh, to prepare, just make sure that you have your payoff information ready to go. I'm able to give that information to the title company. Uh, make sure you've worked out um, the agreements with commissions, um, with the agent, seller's agent, also the buyer's agents are going to be covering those costs as well. So just making sure those two 
things are taken care of. You really have the easy part. Your seller package is going to be very, very small, maybe 15, 10 minutes to close. So just, just make sure you have that financial information ready for the payoffs. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're truthful and own the home before trying to sell the home. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that if helps. you have a tax lien from the federal government, we will, we will see it. We will yeah. find it. So you'd yeah. be surprised. Yeah. I can only imagine. <laughs> Um, so speaking of that, what would you say are some common challenges that occur as it relates to closing? Okay. Challenges are, let's see here. One of the challenges are, are things where sellers know that there are certain issues on title and they are not as forthcoming about that information. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, for example, they tax lien of $250,000 in federal government. It's not a surprise like you knew that information. Or right. another situation I had recently was um, the home was going to foreclosure like the two days before closing. And it's like they have to give you notice. So my advice is just to like, the, one of those challenges is that it's very difficult. I think maybe it'll help with the um, sellers, real estate agents, just do a basic search on Maryland case search or something generic, just to make sure that this individual is the, um, you know, actual seller, but those things can be cured sometimes like with the federal government lien, you can separate that lien depending on the circumstances, separate that lien from the property. So the buyer Mm -hmm. can have it free and clear. Um, Another challenge is depending on some of the the counties like Baltimore city has been delayed and this tax cert lien. And it's just basically a piece of paper that we need to close. And right. they're very slow in giving it to us. Um, other than that, um, that's something and uh, difficulties with the pandemic causing delays um, with filings, even with some people being able to schedule their wires. Some people have to go into the bank. They have limited time, not able to do it before closing. So mm-hmm the pandemic has really caused, um, a lot of challenges with processing. Yeah. I can only imagine. And it seems like as long as you listen to your real estate agent, listen to your lender, you know, make sure you're doing the right thing. Like everything should sort of align up with then of course the exception of things that we can't control like a pandemic, but exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Um, and talk to me about the importance of selecting the right title company, um, things that, you know, you can look for when you're searching for different title companies. I know there's a lot of options out there. And so I'm sure there's some advice that you can give as to the selection process. Absolutely. Um, the number one thing I would say is communication. <clears throat> and I hear this a lot from, from agents, communication. You want to make sure you have a title company that is responsive to you. Um, <clears throat> they're responding to your emails. They're returning your phone calls because the process can be, can be very lengthy and you want to make sure that they're responding. Things may pop up. There might be some, some issue with inspection or the appraisal report. So you just want to make sure that the title company um, is also honest and truthful mm-hmm. uh, because sometimes some companies may see a title issue and might not communicate that to you and say, Oh, well, we can take care of it before the closing day. Like, Oh, I won't say. and then something else happens. So you want to make sure that the company you're working with is big on communication. Um, Second would be privacy. How are they handling your your financial information? Do they have a secure portal system? Um, What exactly are they doing to maintain that privacy? And how are they doing? Why? How are they preventing wire fraud from happening? Mm. Um, And so, my company, we use Qualia Secure Portal. Portal is well known, and that'll have you be able to communicate with each other. You can see the start to finish of your transaction. It'll give you notifications. 
And most importantly, the fees, everyone loves that. Mm -hmm. You as the buyer, a lot of people don't know this, you as the buyer, you get to pick the title company. It is buyer's choice. So you can shop around for the title fees, um, go to different title companies, get a price quote, see what the prices are looking like. The insurance policy is not going to change. It's really the title fees associated with it. So get a couple of um, fees, compare and go with um, one of the options you feel comfortable with. I personally, with signature property closings, I will do competitive matching. I'll match or beat the price of any title company. So you want to make sure you can see what your title company can do for you. Beautiful. And a question on that, when you had said that, you know, it's a buyer's choice on who they're working with when they're first starting to talk with the lender and kind of getting their finances in order and, and getting to understand what it is that they're able to afford and what it's going to cost to close. Should that, should they at that point then be also searching for their title company to under, to make sure that those fees are going to be matching up with what that bottom line is? Yes, that is a great idea. And oftentimes the lender will sometimes put in, um, put in some numbers in there to either show as a placeholder or they might have a preferred company that they use where, you know, they have some sort of business relationship with. And so they plug it in and not even realize like, Oh, I didn't even know this was the time to pick the, you know, to, to know about the title company. So yeah, that's a great, great time to look into that at that point in time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Cause that's usually most people think of, you know, settlement is all the way at the very end, but you yes. be thinking about it in the beginning. <laughs> yes. I've had people call me and they're like, my closing is in two weeks. Um, can you be there? And I'm like, I mean, I can and support, but not to do the actual. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So call me beforehand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. So talk to me about, do you have any upcoming like events that homeowners, or I know that this is kind of a, you know, we're going through some of this and this is great information, but it's a really complex um, step that you do in the process. So do you have any upcoming events that homeowners can join just to learn more? Yes, I do. I have an event. It's going to be CNC cocktails and closing. Okay. So <laughs> Love it. Yes, get your selection of, you know, um, different cocktail versions of what you prefer, you select and, you know, we'll have the kits out and, you know, I'll send them to you and you'll make your kit. I'll have the bartender that's going to be there, go through a couple of the different, um, drinks. And then once your drink is made, you're going to sit back and relax and I'll let you know about closings. I love so, it. Yes. Yeah, might be cupcakes and closing next time or coffee and closings. We'll see how the things transition, but that is going to be coming out, um, in April. Okay. Um, so yes, yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, my, you'll see on my Instagram page, you know, everyone's on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so check that out. Leading underscore legal underscore lady. Awesome. Love it. Um, all right. So switching gears just a little bit. Um, let's talk about a really challenging time for you and how you overcame it. And this could be professionally or even personally. Um, I would say either option. Is that right? Either option. <laughs> I think one of the, I kind of touched on it before. One of the, the challenges that I faced, like I said, was transitioning um, into the DMV market. It's very different. People are very, very um, close-knit as far as business relationships are concerned. And it was very, very hard for me to transition to be able to even have agents want to break away from that relationship that they may have been with this person for three years or five years. And it's like, you know, Tennessee, Tennessee, you can move around like, okay, you know, a couple here, a couple there, but here it's just very, very um, close knit. So that was very 
difficult. And it makes sense for me to do closings here because that's where I live. That's where I've been <laughs> living here for a right. while. You know, it's easy to get more deals in Tennessee because that's, that's my hometown, but it was very, very hard. A lot of people saying, well, I, oh, I can't, I can't work with you because I'm loyal to the, oh, I can't. So, you know, hearing no and no and no over and over again was very, very challenging. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just kept doing my thing. I just kept praying and I just kept, you know, um, marketing, you know, getting out there in social media and really you sometimes you just need one person to give you a shot. Mm -hmm. And once that person, then, then that's what happened in my situation. She gave me a shot, was in the situation where she, I was actually looking for a new title company. Like, you know, my preferred vendor kind of let me down. So this is, and have a huge following base. And then one night it was just like, Beautiful. finally all my hard work had paid off because I was like, this is, I don't know what's going to happen here. Mm -hmm. it, you know, I was just like, no, I can't, I can't, no, no, no. And it's like, something's got to give. Mm -hmm. So it was the people that were willing to give me a shot and a chance. I appreciate them so much. <laughs> and then, you know, things a ripple effect once, you know, they hear. And so, yeah, that was very, very, very challenging to hear that. Yeah. So sort of that momentum building part of it, you know, of um, there's plenty of enough business to go around. So you knew that the opportunity was here. <laughs> it's just a matter of like someone give me the chance. Yes. And I had no idea it was like, really, honestly, it was about money. It's like, they're, you know, working together, getting money and trying to, I was like, oh, that's, that's what's happening. So, you know, I'm out here competing with the, the larger companies that have been here for some time and the big names. So I just kept going a lot of sleepless nights, you know, and not sleep. And it's like, gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta do that. So I love that. Love your dedication. And I'm happy that, you know, you had some people that were able to push past that and give you a shot and, and here you are. So that's awesome. Yes. Um, what would you say? And I think probably a lot of ways, everything you're talking about, but your biggest life achievement has been something that you're just really proud of or passionate about. Surprisingly something I'm really passionate about. It can it be non-realistic. Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So my former life, I still do it now. So I actually started out doing criminal defense work as a criminal defense okay. since 2013. So I would say one of my biggest accomplishments is actually helping one of the uh, particular clients that lost at the, you know, the first stage level and district court appealed it and and won there. And it's just the fact that I see, I mean, really all my clients, criminal defense clients, but you really see this one in particular, you had to fight and fight, had to file so many motions and really end up changing his life. And, you know, just getting back on the right track with everything that he had going on. And he then had a son. And then now years later, seeing that son grow, it's like, oh, you changed my life. I didn't even, you know, realize that. And yeah. it's just so powerful how that can have an impact on somebody. Um, so that's kind of one of my biggest accomplishments in doing that. I won't go into my legal lease on all that facts and everything, but that was one of my biggest accomplishments. Yeah. Um, yeah. dealing with that when creating generational change. Yes. That's pretty powerful. Yes. Um, so tell me something that most people don't know about you, any hobbies or fun facts? <laughs> probably that's it. What I just <laughs> said, probably the criminal defense part. When I tell the agents that yeah. oh, I'm being court, they're like, I'm like, Oh, it's not real. They're like, what? You do criminal <laughs> defense work. Yeah. I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that always throws people off. Um, and both my parents are Jamaican. That's something that a lot of people don't know. Um, 
So yeah, first generation American here. And um, so yeah, and I'm most people, I'm very family oriented. I have tons of cousins and we're very close knit. And so I'm very, very, very family oriented. And we pretty much talk to each other every day. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Are there any of them here in the DMV or is everyone still back yes. in Nashville? No. So some are here. I actually, one of my cousins was in Houston. Um, so I just saw her. Um, so I do have two of them that are here um, in Maryland as well. So they were all over and we'll sprinkle. She came, went to Atlanta, saw my brother that was there. So her cousin, and then came Hi. back and she saw me. Then the other cousin is coming to Houston on Thursday. Everyone so back and forth. Tag team. <laughs> Tag team. Love it. Yes. Love it. Um, are you currently reading any books, listening to any podcasts, or how do you generally like to gain new knowledge? New knowledge. Uh, really just reading books and going to webinars, um, listening to podcasts. Um, the webinars have been um, very helpful um, with trying to learn and to grow. Um, and also groups. A lot of people don't think about this, but these Facebook groups that they have and Facebook groups for um, real estate agents, networking with them and they have other businesses. And so I've set up Zoom calls with them and to learn from them, mm -hmm. uh, which has been really, really helpful um, because there's so many people out there that are in the same database as you and don't even know that they have other, like they're doing other things in real estate. They're doing, oh, they might have a developer person, a uh, person does, um, uh, as a developer, someone that's able to be this contractor. So the Facebook groups, I would say actually is number one of, of, uh, as far as expanding my knowledge and second would be the webinars and yeah. podcast. Connecting mm -hmm. with other people. That's always yeah. the way. <laughs> yes. I always like to learn. Yes. Yeah. Um, so where do you see yourself in the next five years? Next five years, I see myself having multiple offices across the U.S. in my VIP areas and some satellite offices and the others and just having more AFA nationwide um, impact. Mm. And so having a, a larger team, um, being in having a whole, just like I have a whole system and operation in DMV area where we have multiple office locations in DC, Maryland, Virginia. I want that same thing in Houston. I want an office here, another office there. Um, so I see myself expanding and also bringing on board more individuals, bringing on more closing attorneys, more closing agents, more processors. Mm -hmm. um, so I really want this um, to expand and get my name out there. And, and that's where I see myself and also doing more, um, fix and flips hands-on uh, and um, things of that nature, but definitely including fix and flips as part of my, I guess, repertoire. Mm -hmm. So yes. Love it. Lots of big things. Um, so let's say that I'm your next perspective client. Why should I call you? You should call me because we're going to have a good time. <laughs> we're, and I'm, I know what I'm doing. And I'm going to make the closing process fun because I know you're going to already be stressed out. You have you've been trying to look for this house. The market is crazy for buyers to actually get an offer accepted. Um, and you're making a huge financial obligation. So I'm going to make sure that I'm I'm going to have big communication, big communication with you. Anything that pops up, I, I'm going to let you know. Um, and I'm also going to take the time to explain and walk you through the process. And we're going to have a good time before the closing and at the closing table. You're gonna know everything. I'm gonna make, break it down for you. And we're, my closings are all smiles and fun <laughs> and laughter. Like you're gonna have a good time. It's an exciting, exciting moment. 
-hmm. you know, you're finally there at the end and a lot of people can be stressed out and I'm going to change the scenery, your, your vibe, your mood. That's me. I'm going to bring in the sunshine. So yes. Love it. Bringing the sunshine (laughs) and getting things done. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Perfect. And uh, tell us how we can best reach you. Phone number, email. I know you're on social media or what's the best way to, to reach out? So the best way to reach me is probably by phone, I would say. Um, phone number is 301-284-8171. That's my business line. And my email address is closing, I'm sorry, is closings by SPC at gmail.com. And then my Instagram is leading underscore legal underscore lady. Um, so those are the three ways to get in contact with me. So phone, email, direct message. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much, so much, Laurie. I really appreciate and uh, learned a lot. And I just appreciate you reaching out and taking the time to talk with me. Thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate it. This was, this was great. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.